This is David Funk, and you're listening to Fits of Faith. Garmy, today on the show, we've got the liege of Lulu, the wizard of weight loss, the putt pastor, the mage of the mic, Kobe's cadet, the vintage tea tyrant, the maverick of the mitten, the holy horseman, his name's Peter, and he's a real family guy, pastor and preacher. This is Peter Reeves. This is Fits of Faith. Peter, welcome to the pod. Oh, it's good to be here, boys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bro, yes. we're so excited to have you on. <laughs> Garmi, welcome back to another episode of Fits of Faith. As always, I am your host, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper, joined by my guy, the Osho himself, Theo, Reverend Ryan. Theo, how are you doing, big guy? I'm feeling crazy wearing a cardigan in the Arizona summers. I don't know what's what I'm on, but I'm living with it. What else is new? <laughs> you're you're nursing the heartbreak from the Suns and uh, Suns and Nine energy. Uh, he's nursing the heartbreak. Let's just say Theo's got the cardigan. Uh, he's got his burgs. He's got some soup, and he's nursing that depression. Um, he, goes, he goes between chicken noodle soup and a gallon of ice cream. Peter, before we jump into the pot, I know you're a longtime listener. Bro, was there a moniker that stuck out to you when we just rifled him off? Bro, there were so many. I can't even. What did you say? The Kobe, the Kobe what? Kobe's Kobe. cadet. Kobe's cadet. That was fire. That's true. And uh, I won't spoil the fit check, but we'll just say like that's a little Easter egg for what's to come. Theo, yes. why don't you do what you do, bro? So, Peter, we start out every episode with what we call the fit check. So my question for you is, would you like God to rain down blessings on your life or would you like him to well something up inside of you? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check from head to toe or toe to head? Let's go head to toe. Head All to right, tell. let's get it, baby. Let's you know get it. Saying? Go for it. So first yeah. off, shout out to my guy, Austin Westlake. This is the Southern Missouri hat. You know what I Come mean? Come on. Yes. Let's Come on. Bot alumni. Uh, yes. Yeah, and I could, I could just say whatever I want it to be. You know what I mean? It does, nobody knows it says Southern Missouri. I could, it could be whatever I want. True. And I got this I got this little pendant, you know, from the fam. Hey, let's go. Hey. chain. It's okay. been in my family for 40 years, y'all. 40 no years. No way. So keep that. I change the chain every year. Keep the pendant. That's and then, it. Obviously, where are you sourcing the chains? Hold on, hold on. Not to stop you. And again, we'll we'll stop people from there. But where are you sourcing the chains? Like, shout out to you... any... Oh, go ahead. No, go on, dog. It's your show. I was going to say shout out <laughs> to any uh, freestanding cart in the mall. I love you. Come on. So it is, let's just say Come it is on. the middle of the mall. It's that middle of the mall. <laughs> Yo, the middle of the mall, fat baby. I'm here. Let's <laughs> go. This is my favorite shirt. Hey, Carl, okay, go, on, go on, me. go on, I, I love the blurry tees, the blurry vintage... Yeah. Washed over a million times tees. And then yeah. if I stand up here, you know, I got some Lululemon joggers on people. You know, Come all, on, you all know day. Surge fits. Yep. And then on yep. my feet, I got the chunky white Nike socks with some hey. Yeezy slides. Let's hey, go. Just go. This is an office hey. fit, man. Come on. I'm chilling in the, the office. Vibe. That's a you vibe. Describe your tee because you kind of brushed over it, but it's super dope. Ooh. Yo, this is a Kobe tee. Uh, hey. It's one of those vintage tees. It's him holding his... Third championship trophy. Sick. And, uh, but there's five rings at the bottom. So, you know what I mean? It's Kobe. Yeah. He won five rings. But, yeah, man, it's just a dope shirt. I like how, I like, like, solid tees like this. And I like how it's blurred out. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of yeah. really got to squint to see the image. I don't know. That's just my vibe right now. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey. With dope pieces like that, it always strikes me, like, the level of screen printing that went into these pieces and the number of colors from the early 2000s and the 90s. It's like, dang, I feel like that shirt now, that's like a 14 color shirt. Like, that would be so expensive. Yeah, yeah for but real. But it's just, for real. It, it's insane. So, 
Peter, longtime listeners of the pod know. Well, Theo, what am I doing? What did I just lay my eyes and ears on? You bro? were just so Peter's excited, got- but that indeed was a complete fit check. I know. Peter's bringing some special energy to the pod, so we got to <laughs> behave. Let's go. I know. Okay, dude. Longtime <laughs> listeners of the pod will know that there are three main subjects, and they are as followed Garms, clothes and shoes, God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and Carson and, oh, dang it, and <laughs> the guy. Carson and the guys. Theo. Carson and Theo. <laughs> Ourselves, what we're thinking at the moment. So there's no better place to start right now, Peter, than with the guys. Again, I called you the wizard of weight loss. I think to date on your Instagram, you talk about losing 78 pounds. Talk Let's to us about that go. journey and talk to us about the fit confidence that came with becoming yeah. this wizard of weight loss. Yeah, yeah, bro. Being fat uh, wasn't cool anymore, you know? Uh, <laughs> like a lot of people... You know, if you were the fat guy, especially if you were a preacher, right? Like, you could make yeah. jokes. Those were the easy, cheap jokes that everyone would laugh at. You'd be like, I love cookies, kids. And they'd be like, ah, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, but then uh, I got, you know, I started having kids, and I was, like, always yeah. tired. I'm like, dude, this is not the wave. And so yeah. I started being really diligent, man. And, you know, when you're... When you're overweight, you just kind of wear whatever hides your overweight, you know? So there's no really space to try to be fashionable. You're just trying to cover up the fat. So that's what I did, bro. And it's definitely a a major confidence boost, you know, to lose weight because you could try pieces that maybe you wouldn't have felt comfortable wearing, um, you know, before. But now you're like, yo, I might as well try this leather jacket out. You feel me? Yeah, Uh, let's go, dude. But before you're like, nah, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be hugging my fat, my rolls and all that. You totally. know, so I'm not doing that. But, yeah, man, it was just really for me, um, just, you know, into interior, like my interior heart, just confidence. But, like, uh, mm-hmm. for my family, I was just super tired, um, you know, just really messes with your mood and things like that. So I was like, I got to mm-hmm. be disciplined. How can I ask people to be disciplined in any area of their life if I'm not disciplined yeah. with what I eat? Yeah, uh, and so it was a game changer for me, bro. So I, I, I lost the weight slowly but surely. The method was crazy. A lot of people were like, yo, I can never do that. But when you start to see those pounds roll off the scale, you're like, let's Come get on, going. Dude. It's called momentum, baby. <laughs> what, like, what were you doing? Was it mostly eating? Was it working out? A little bit of both? Yeah. Like, so it started off with water. And I just was like, I'm okay. going to drink more water. And I'm going to oh. make sure that, like, I'm, I'm hydrating. Because, I, again, I was feeling sluggish. I heard some people say, mm-hmm. I saw the TB12 method, Tom Brady. He's like, I drink yeah. more water than anyone. I don't even get sunburned. I was like, well, I need to Dang. worry about that because I'm already dark skinned. But let me yeah. just try to drink this water to yeah, see yeah. to see if it helps me, and it did. So I Sick. stopped drinking so much pop and like soda, uh-huh. depending on where you're from, pop or soda. But then, I know that um, was very. I, I was I wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that but was then, sick. That cut, so I, that cut my weight like crazy. I lost like twelve pounds wow. just doing that. Then I was sick. like, man, I can continue momentum. So I started intermittent fasting, pushing my first mm-hmm. meal back. So I would stop eating at like eight o'clock, went until nice. noon, eating at noon, lost some more weight there, and then I started going to Orange Theory Fitness, hey, uh, which some people refer to, which some people refer to as hell. I call it the gym. But I, <laughs> you know, I honestly like going there, man. I hated it, but I yeah. just would tell myself it's only sixty minutes. And for yeah. 60 minutes, I would put that work mm. in. I'd be right. exhausted. But then when I left, I'd feel amazing. And I yeah. did that all on an empty stomach and the weight rolled off, man. And so hey, I've just been doing good, man. Been doing good. I love it. It's always like the adage is you'll never regret exercising. You literally will, like it, like you're saying, right before and in the moment you might, but you'll never regret doing it. You'll never regret how your body feels. It's not really something we've touched on on the pod, the physical fitness aspect of you know, lifestyle, but that's, I mean, it's a part of the Garms conversation because you're exactly right. Like there may be some pieces that feel off limits because of your weight. 
And, and then it's a confidence thing. I think it's interesting too. You talked about like, uh, you know, it's not even fashion. My choices aren't even intentional. It's just to hide my insecurity or to hide my weight, man, yeah. be a preacher and go off in the parallels. Like some, <laughs> some students actions aren't even intentional. They're just trying Bro, to hide the insecurity. The insecurity. Go it off is, real quick. It dude. is so true, man. And like when you, uh, you know, it's interesting, like, and whatever you try to hide, you know, can never be healed for real. It really can't. So Ooh, come on. here I am hiding. Like, so I didn't really realize how big I was because I would get dressed to cover up how big I was. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if yeah. you don't really, if you don't realize that you're not going to try to do something about it, you can't hide what you need healed. So right, like right. I would, I would honestly just spend so much time, um, Kind of masking the way I like. And then, okay, not only are pieces off limits, colors are off limits. Do you True. know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, like, I remember my wife, she was trying to be adorable, bought me this, like, red shirt. It was like a Calvin Klein shirt. I was like, I'm not wearing that. I look like a big red M&M. Like, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 so everything yeah, was yeah. black. Everything was yep. gray. Everything yep. was dark. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever, so... You're yeah. traveling quite a bit now. What's the process of like trying to kind of keep some of that eat, like discipline and eating and working out like on the road? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think honestly, and I mean this in like, like I think skipping meals, like not like skipping meals, like yeah. you're not getting nutrients, but like right. skipping meals, like you don't need a snack after you preach, which we all love a snack mm -hmm. after. Preach, totally, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it's like, yeah, like the 10, 10 p.m. burger. Like, mm. yeah, I probably yeah. don't need to be eating that. Yo, dude. there's nothing like it, though. So cut yeah. that stuff out. Cool. Um, being dis being disciplined with like, yo, I got to have at least one salad a day, right? Like, that's yep. legitimately going to help you. And then yeah, just yeah, being yeah. diligent to stay away from sweets, man. It was cool. tough. I didn't gain any weight traveling this summer. Um, I didn't lose any weight either, but I didn't gain any weight. And I think that's yeah, what yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Nice. Before you hopped on, Theo was talking about, man, Peter Reeves is everywhere. He was at a, at the AZ camp. And again, seeing you at all these camps this, this summer, um, when planning these fits are, have you found like a fit archetype and you're recycling it or you're swap swapping pieces through that archetype, you know, depending on the crowd or how does the preaching fit, um, planning go into, cause it's like this combo is sick, but it's like, well, they're going to take a picture of me. And then they're going to post He's it. He's got and the then Holy I look Spirit like, fit for night three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's well, night you know one. Show I'm down with the kids <laughs> and night three. Like it's ready to be soaked in tears. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, man, I just like to, I like pieces that are interchangeable and simple. Like, cool. I, like the base of my style is, is like, I'm in the season of my life where I'm like, I just want to be comfortable and I yep. want it to look sleek. So like my pants are always going to be, I hate to, to say this, but they're always going to be from Lulu. Like I haven't worn yeah. jeans in like 70 days. Okay. Like I have yeah. some kind of Lulu pants because I could dress them up or down, like depending on, yeah. the, on the vibe or the mood, right? Like I yeah. could be in a meeting with like some serious people and throw on a button up and then I could, you know, take that button off and have a t-shirt with like Kobe on it right underneath it For sure. and go right into the room with students. So that's the vibe right now. Just being cool. incredibly comfortable, but I like simple things, man. Like, the, the probably the, the the most thoughtful part of my outfit is going to be those shoes man the yeah, shoes yeah, yeah. and even the accessories right like i have a couple different things that have been passed down to me you know yeah, like yeah. a ring my wife gave me when we got married like just there's some intentional things so i'm hey. you know but everything else is going to be pretty chill like again i'm a huge vintage tea person like who cool. who really isn't um sure. I, I like that i like when i like fast fashion though uh okay. i just don't like what it does to my pocketbook. So, you know what I mean? So my wallet, I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to just dive into like everything that I see at H&M or like everything right. I see a, a celebrity wearing. Like I'm just going to wear what feels comfortable, what I like, mm. uh, what I'm interested in, right? Like the, the t-shirts I wear are stuff I'm interested in. So yeah, totally. It's so interesting because at the time of this recording, we just recorded with Austin Sanquist, which is that episode will come out before this. And it was a heavy denim episode. We're talking, this dude is only wearing denim. And so the pendulum swings both ways and the Garmy's <laughs> there for it. Come all. on. But I think the same um, the same ethos is there. He talks about the quality product. I mean, Lululemon, if you never got your hands on it, uh, especially for guys, I think before it's like, okay, they make girls leggings and they're like a hundred bucks. Like what, like what is there for me here? But then you like get in a short, you know, a pace, what is it? Pace breaker. You get in the seven pace breaker, pace breaker. surge, ABC jogger. I mean, I'm here. Yeah, bowline. You, like we you got start it to yeah. get, once you get into them, you're like, okay, yo, I, I get it. You're like, I get why this short is like 70 bucks, but it feels great. Yeah, for sure, man. Is for sure. love for Lulu a new thing since the fitness journey, or were you rocking with it before? No, it was, uh, it was definitely a new thing with the fitness journey. Before, I couldn't fit it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah. a new thing. Um, but, like, again, like, the versatility of the moment. Like, the way my life is, is scheduled right now, like, I could be in the middle of people one moment, on the plane the next in right. the middle of a meeting. So it's like, you need to be able to swap through those environments with ease. And so mm. this is yeah. a new thing. I what, Dude, when they started making button-ups, I was like, I'm here. Yeah, with I'm the here game like, over. I need that. <laughs> I was it's like, I need over. this. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just a vibe right now. And like, like I've gone through my seasons, man. Like, you know, you could have caught me two years ago, even when I was big, wearing leather pants, bro. I did it. You know Let's what go. I mean? Okay. I was sweating in those boys, man. Like, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, like you was just trying everything at that point, you know. Yeah. So, um, totally. Yeah, and then even like the year before that, the year the baggy fits. Like, yep. I know it was only 2017, but your boy still had some bootcut jeans with some Air Force Ones on. You Come know what on. I mean? I don't Come have on. to. I don't have to shift. Nah, but I. Yeah, I'm in. I'm definitely in a season where like I just I gotta feel good in it. I don't care yeah. how expensive mm -hmm. it was. I don't care. What it look, I gotta feel good. I, you know, I people are like, well, sometimes style, you know, it's not comfortable, and I'm like, not, not over here. It is. It has to be. <laughs> right, right, right. For sure. Totally. I mean, and that's a tenet that we always talk about. It's that personal style. Like, what is, what are you, what are you comfortable with? I just had an awesome conversation with, with uh, my local church, a bunch of dudes on staff, and we were talking about. It was a kind of a funny conversation of who's the best dressed and yeah. who they were nominating as best dressed. I maybe wouldn't have been like, I don't really love what you wear. But we brought it down, boiled it down to like it's the confidence in your personal style that elevates you. Not that it's a competition per se. Sometimes it is, but not that it is per se. <laughs> that first night like, one of camp or you yes. catch it? Yeah. Yeah, like you're dripped Big out. Competition. We, all, we always we always joke that like for camp it's like, oh yeah, you're in your whatever, and then come nighttime. Like the nighttime fit is when you know you Bro, start to see you every youth like, pastor breaks up the essentials. People could be in, people could be the essential in a chicken, gospel. A, chick, a chicken suit during the day, and then oh. at night, at night Good. they got their like uh, American Eagle T-shirt that looks like an off-white shirt. Just, ah! Yes, <laughs> <You know? laughs> some Yeezys they, they got like, off of Facebook Marketplace, but I respect. No, that's yeah, so bro. real. You know, they took the sleeves I, off the flannel shirt. <laughs> it's fear of God. All right, listen, G. Like just because it has zippers doesn't mean it's collection one. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I think I saw Austin Westlake post a, a picture of a guy or a video of a guy yesterday with chunky donkeys on at camp. And I'm like, bro, camp is not the place that I'm like pulling out 
like the yeah, expensive, like the super expensive domes. with like the dust and kids everywhere. Like, bro, that's that's not the spot to to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That not at all. But you know what's so funny though? Like, it is true. All jokes aside, like I saw a dude uh, dripped out from head to toe in Gucci. And you could tell that he wanted people to know he was wearing Gucci. We all knew yeah, because we yeah. know what Gucci looks like. But then right. I saw a dude, I promise you, bro, he had some sketchers on. I'm pretty sure if he tapped on them twice, they would have lit up. But the <laughs> confidence that this dude moved in, Come I was on. like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, maybe I need some of those jeans. Maybe yeah. I need some. What, what are those you got on your, He's like, these are sketchers, baby. I was like, what? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like shape-ups? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see your calves. Oh, I see them. I see <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick whatever. okay we're speaking somewhat of a secret language with um you know assemblies of god camps right, um, right. And, and peter's tapped in he's been traveling all over it and you always talk about you like to rep the merch from wherever you're at to try to help sales you know to represent yeah. which i think is a demartation of a great speaker it's the classic like does the guest speaker sit on the front row during worship or they go to the green room so i think that's another like yeah, like I'm not too. I love my fit, and I'll freak this, but I'm not too good to like. Yeah, stir you on. Have any like merch from any um, areas? N- what is it? Networks, camps, like really stuck out to you? It's like, yo, this hits, bro, all the time. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think Austin obviously does a good job in Southern Missouri. I think North yeah, he Texas killed though. it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he what were you gonna it. say about Texas? <laughs> I was gonna say North Texas. Always has oh, some cool. solid gear. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Really? That's interesting. Okay, cool. <laughs> Peter and I had a conversation. Uh, yeah. so he's he's oh, in good. the he list. He's, he's in the list. He's tapped yeah. in. Okay, okay, he's okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Austin, I feel like this, pa- again, uh, past alumni of the pod, Austin Westlake, back when it was Minna Streetwear, was he like the third guest? Yep. Second guest? The first guest? Josh Wellborn. Josh Wellborn, uh, you know, Peter's boss, his <laughs> ultimate boss. <laughs> Peter's ultimate boss. He, yeah. This was a hey, funny story. This was actually his office before his mind. He was the youth pastor here. No uh, way. Before me. Yeah, this was his office. He had a scooter decal on that wall. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we both stand on the shoulders of giants. But anyways, Austin like killed it. It was very, it was like ALD. It was like Ame Leon door mixed yeah. with like vintage USA. And he had talked about how he was going to do that when he was on the pod. He was like, yeah, we're going to do like vintage USA. Uh, for yeah. camp, but then like the totes, the sweatshirts, the everything. I'm like, dang, dude, you guys killed it. And I felt like it was very tasteful. Were there any other, again, like places you've been? They're like, yo, their church merch always kills it. Yo, I feel like uh, I feel like Arizona does a good job too. Actually, Come more on. important, more than even Arizona, it was S. Dude, SCU was there, and their merch yeah. was fire. It was fire. Yeah, they do a good job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of all the AG schools, not that we're pitting them against each other, SCU is obviously like. I mean, they the whole worship is its own thing, right? Like it's yeah, it's a money maker, and there's intention behind it. But yeah, the merch. Let, is Let me say sick. this though too. I I think the thing about merch too, in general, just like whatever you're wearing, like it it's the story that it tells. Like it's not just the mm-hmm. money you could spend, because yeah. like you know, like you could spend whatever amounts of money on it. Like if people don't know it, they don't know it. You know what I mean? Totally. Like you don't know what you don't know. But, like, if you wear something and you know the story behind it or you know why you're wearing it or what it makes you think of, like, the Raiders yeah. hat you wear in Theo, so dope. Like, that's a that's Come a on. piece I would wear. Like, it tells a story. It means yeah. something. You know, I think of Bo Jackson when I see that hat. That's why I want sure. it. You know, like. For sure, for sure. I just, I think that's so valuable for people to know that because 
Because I think people are breaking the bank. Yo, this is a true story, okay? Okay. Okay, right. do tell. I got, I got a student in, in our ministry mm-hmm. who, um, like, literally his... Ah, man, this is so brutal. But, like, literally, uh, they could... They could not have essentials that they need, but their whole family head to toe will be drippy and like Burberry. <laughs> oh my and gosh. I'm like, and I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Priorities like, people, people. People are always like, oh yeah, they're dressed like super nice. Right. But people right. don't know Burberry because Burberry's not like a normal thing that people buy. You know what totally, I mean? Totally, totally. But like head to toe, just dripped out and yeah. like just YSO, like just literally crazy. And you're like, but y'all need soup? Like, what's popping? You yeah, know what like, I mean? Like, what's going on, but, guys? The priorities. That's why it's called the post-tithe. After you've tithed, guys, come on, get your finances <laughs> but it, in order. But it's like, it's like that's what we do. We're trying to, it's right. like we're dressing for everyone else. We're dressing to be seen. We're not right. wearing pieces we actually like or what we think looks good. We're just wearing, you know, what, what's expensive. Which, at some point, like, of course, I think Burberry's dope. I think there's some nice things that they have, but, you know. Yeah, no, that's real. Yeah, it's obviously, it's the heart issue. And that's that's the whole thing. Like, you got to get to the heart of it. Like, if you're healed in the heart. And this, Theo, episode three, the ethics of garms. We yeah. talk Ooh. about this. Like, when there's healing and security in the heart, the fashion journey can go anywhere. Yeah. Like, you can do anything. Like, and it's not clout chasing. It's not attention chasing. It's not insecurity filling. It's not whatever. Like, when the heart is taken care of, that confidence and the relationship with the father, I don't have to dress for you. Maybe we'll dress in competition a little bit. Like, oh, Peter's going to pull up in this. I'm going to pull up in this. Like, you know, we'll we'll have a little fun. But it's not like, I really hope people like me based on this. Or like, this is really going to get me the attention. Um, or even the insecurity. Like, I want to take this fashion leap i want to try something new but i don't know what people are going to say about me right when there's that you know solvent of the heart it's like yeah there's that's when you get to run like that's when the fashion stuff becomes fun that's you know, so we good. talked to, we talked about it off pod this is the scripture i really need to like know the reference but you know when jesus is like don't worry about what you wear right. i feel like most people take that as like yeah you shouldn't care about clothes at all and i'm saying no you shouldn't it shouldn't cause you anxiety like none of this stuff you shouldn't worry about it. It doesn't say like don't have fun. Like don't enjoy what you wear. Don't be stoked on it. Don't do research, but don't worry. And that comes from that heart posture. So Peter, what's the threshold that somebody's got to go across to give them total garms freedom? Uh man, I, I think you gotta have things that that make you feel that make you feel good. Like uh, you could put on any outfit or any combination of outfits in your closet and feel like, oh, yeah, this is per- like I absolutely love what I'm wearing. I think yeah. if you have things, I think if you have things that you don't love wearing, but you think they look good, that's that's a threshold that kind of holds you mm-hmm. back uh, from expressing who you are, like what you like, what look, what you think looks good. Right. Um, I would never do this, but like I got into the minimalist thing for a little bit, which is like what marks mm-hmm. my style a little bit, too, in yeah. terms of like mm-hmm. playing pieces. Yeah, because like. You know, like the seven, the seven thing where like you have seven different outfits, seven different, you know, whatever. Like I got into that a little bit because I'm like, man, I like the simplicity of it. And like, I never have to Mm -hmm. trip out in the morning or have anxiety about what I'm supposed to wear. Cause I'm like, yo, everything that's in here, it might be minimal, but I love it. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
we're kind of I'm kind of picking up on because you know as you listen to different speakers, you can pick up on their story a bit, and I can tell one of the the stories that you've or narratives that you've got running through um, your message is the authenticity to yourself and the authenticity to who God's created you to be. So let the people know a little bit about that for you and what that journey's been like of finding your voice and like stepping into it and feeling confident with it. Bro, it is so easy to try to be someone else, to mm -hmm. mimic someone else. Actually, it's more comfortable to mimic and try to be someone else than it is to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Because especially if you don't know who you are, like you're taking a risk if you're being vulnerable and expressing yourself the, really, the way you really want to with your, with your fashion or with the, the things that you're wearing or, or just like who you are. And so for me, yeah. I learned really quickly. And I think this is like a testimony to just like the way my life has gone recently is like, I just decided that I was going to be myself. And then when I got mm -hmm. there or wherever I was going or whatever I was about to do, I didn't have to pretend to be anyone else. And, you know, like th there's less work, like it's fluid. It's yeah. easy for me to be me. And uh, I just spent too much of my time trying to be other people. And it was so difficult. It was so yeah. hard uh, yeah. versus like just being comfortable in my own skin. You know what I mean? Like, and then what attracts people to you, you know, obviously like people connect with your weaknesses along with your strengths, but that confidence piece we keep talking about, it comes from the fact that like you, you don't have to think about what you're, what you're trying to do or trying to be. You just are that because it's you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I think that's, I think that's so beautiful. I think that's what, you know, like the messages go on and on and on with that. Um, one of my favorite verses in scriptures in Isaiah, and it says, the Lord says, I called you by name. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Amen. he's just looking at you. He's like, I don't, you know, like I'm calling you exactly by your name, who you yeah. are. Uh, I just love that. I think that, I think that our authority comes from our authenticity. Like, I really believe that. So, yeah. Amen. Speaking about that versatility, talking about that identity, we're going to transition to our next subject of the pod, which is the GARMS, where we get into the nitty gritty and meat and potatoes of the brands and styles you love. So, Peter, to start, how would you describe your personal style? Personal style, I would say uh, like athletic leisure vintage those are like the three words that like athletic leisure because i gotta be comfortable For and sure. then like i would throw in this like vintage piece like um but yeah man like i just uh you know like i i like clean things that look clean things that yeah. are that are sharp i like things with minimal i guess i'm either on either end of the spectrum either i love it to be like Screen printed up front. Everyone can see it. Yep. We know what it is. Like, my favorite t-shirt right now is a Mike Tyson t-shirt that I got off Etsy. Like, I'm hype Sick, about hey. it. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I'm either that or I like wearing stuff with no logos on it. I think that's why I like Lululemon, yeah. too, because I just like minimal branding. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. Minimal. When it comes to, when it comes to vintage, um, you talked about the story. What are some of those, like, pieces that you have? So you've got a Mike Tyson, Kobe stuff. What are some of those, like, stories that you're looking for? Yeah, bro. I'm looking for that story. Like, I'm looking... Honestly, it, it takes me back to my childhood. Is that a weird thing to say about your outfits? No, no, like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when Not I wear a Kobe shirt, like, I think about all those moments. I think about what I was feeling when I was watching him hoop. Bro, like, I, I have a shirt just like this one, but it's an AI shirt. Like, I think oh, about sick, yeah. that. I think about that time, like when I saw AI step over Tyrone or uh, yeah, Ty yeah, Lue, and I was like, I oh my gosh, like that feels so good. Yeah. For some reason, when I put that shirt on, I'm like, come on, baby, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, we got that energy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think, 
just okay here's the other thing about i keep using the word vintage but like i don't just mean like vintage like it looks old like it actually is old like some of my favorite stuff is like the the 90s like 90s gap wear yeah (laughs) i'm dead serious bro i love it like not the jeans not the jeans right 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 Cause those you could rub them together and start a fire with those jeans, but like I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like the the you know like the shirts and like the, right. the t-shirts and the button downs, like that kind of stuff to me is so crazy dope. I love that. Yeah, sick. Yeah, you should check out um, alumni of the pod Dom Jones and Crew Vintage Co. The dude Dom has like a super sick like like '90s style aesthetic and really yeah. like hinges on a lot of those um, those tenets like the. The denim and the tees and the fits and and all of it. Yeah, so he absolutely kills start, it. When we start getting into sneakers, like okay, my rookie ones, my Jordan ones, my yeah. rookie ones, those are like not like remade new Jordan one rookie ones. These are like the originals, like they were passed down from my dad Sick. to my brother to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like that to me means something. Like, um, like I have a pair of the original LeBrons, the ones. Right, Dang, like yo. I didn't get I didn't get those like remade new like they're original. Yeah. Um, my AIs. Bro, I still have AIs. Come you on. Know what I mean? uh, <laughs> That's and, cool. And and I have a pair of uh like uh you know the the first pair of boost the seven fifties that were like yep. before they started blowing up all chocolate. Like those mm-hmm. are my favorite yeah. shoes. You yeah. know, just like you have these pieces that like they really they go back like ten years, fifteen right, years. Right, right. Like these those things matter to me. Right. These legacy pieces are like a big thing then for, is that like your family that's done it or like yes. your parents, your grandparents? How's yes, that work? Yes. Yeah. Like, so, so first it, it stems from jewelry. So we're talking about like, you know, we love passing family rings and like pendants. Cool. I'm talking about different things like that. But yeah. then like some of it is just like shoes, like some of the dopest pairs of shoes I have, uh, which I probably, when it comes to fits, that's what I spend the most time on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shoes, mm-hmm. man. I love shoes. So uh, that, that to me is like, uh, you know, they're passed down. Like somebody else walked in these shoes literally. That's and so cool. there's a story to tell again, you know, just, I don't know. I just, that matters. Yeah, for sure. When you're talking about, you know, so much of the the basketball heritage and the love for it, is there any player who, um, I think in recent years, and it's so interesting how like in the nineties and even early two thousands, these shoes transcended from the court to the streets and now have become casual where it's hard to see that leap um, or that step in no pun intended in current footwear for performance basketball. It's like, no, I'm not wearing, like I'm not wearing KDs right now. Like we were. Right. So I'm curious, is there any player who's either one, their, their signature shoe you think is above all else. And then second question to that, is there any current performance basketball or players signature shoes you have observed now that like, you know what, these actually could hit with jeans. Yeah. Okay. I think, um, I mean, this is, you know, I'm from Philadelphia and I, you know, I think everyone would agree, like probably the most iconic basketball shoe is going to be those Jordan ones. Uh, and the price, the price point will tell you that, but I think it's about who you love. And so massive AI fan, massive, right? So those for me stand out. Um, and I would pull up in those any day on anyone. I don't care if they're wearing Louis Vuitton. I will pull up in those ones and be like, what's popping? Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're saying Jordan ones but, or AI? No, like the questions. The, AIs, the, AIs. the questions, bro. Those the questions. Yeah. Bro, the have questions you, I haven't seen so, any, I haven't seen anybody with them. They're no. Gone. Yeah. But the, there's always like collabs with them. Like there's always shoes coming out. But again, I feel like 
it, you have to be in those right circles. And yeah. it's not that we hate the Jordan one, but it has become like a default. Like I'm yeah. into sneakers. So it's, it's like yeah. the people that are really into it are becoming few and far between, or it's like, Oh yeah, I didn't notice them over the sea of Jordan ones. Right. Um, but right. You know what I right. mean? And we love, right. we love Jordan ones people. Okay. I mean, I am wearing Clark's Wallabies right now, but listen, I got them. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, the the questions I think what's so unique about them too is like the so many collabs and colorways, and there's so much versatility to that model and how they're yeah. able to switch out like textures and materials and colors that keeps it alive. Yeah, man. I, I those so those are some of my favorite shoes. Period. Um, you know, like it, even this conversation is making me think back. You know, like uh, so I grew up in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, the first pair of basketball shoes I actually ever got were some Shacks. Um, oh. and my grandma got for me. She was like, "Yo, go put put these shacks on." Yeah. And I was like, and I didn't know, like, I didn't know that there was like a level of like, you right. know, like like etiquette to sneaker wear. Yeah, so my yeah, friends yeah. were like all talking, and I just pulled up, and they're like, "Yo, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "What you mean? I got these shacks on? Like, he's dominant. I'm dominant." They're like, "You're dominant. You got those from Walmart." I was like, "Oh, like that matters where I got them from, you know?" Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I had bro those early pickups for me, like the yeah. Starberries. Come on, come on, come the cla- on. They're classic. Theo's classic. the more basketball guy, so this is a definitely more Theo theme conversation. Yeah, hey, Theo, you had a yo Starberries and Fubu. You was yep. popping. Yep. I'm trying to tell you, you were popping. That's so, the East Coast swag for sure. But I know exactly what you're you're on. That for is sure. the East Coast swag all day. And yeah. so, like when I started getting into like you know like. What mattered to me was like I had some T Max. Oh my gosh, I forget what they were <laughs> yes. called. I, had, I, I think they were T Max. Yes, bro. Like just ready to go. But yeah. today, if I could pick a current player, honestly, I think people are going to say I'm crazy when I say this. I think the Kyries are going to translate the most. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, not like the crazy vibrant ones, but even yep. the vibrant ones. Like kids love wearing those crazy shoes right now. Like true students. Mm. Like they have so many. Students could be wearing like 14 different colors. I'm like, all right, you're doing something, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't vibe with it, I'm like, all right, I see what you did there. For sure. But I think those ones, just, there's just so many different variants of those. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I think those ones could translate. You know what's hilarious, though? Uh, I was digging through my closet today because I knew I was going to get on this podcast. I was like, man, let me see what I got. Yeah. And yeah. do you remember the season of NMDs? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, bro. Of course. Of <laughs> remember course. When, remember when the NMDs like started going up in price and like those black and red ones? You know what I'm talking about? Or the yes, blue, yes, black, like, and red ones? And they were yep. like five hundred dollars. And you're like, dang, those NMDs. And then the <laughs> next day, they was like sixty thousand different kinds of NMDs. Yeah. And you're like, yo, it's the same thing that happened with the Ultra Boost. Yeah, I know. I literally was driving down the road yesterday, and I saw a pair of white NMDs just like on the ground. Like in really? the grass, yeah. Like just someone it's took them full off. Circle, yeah. Like oh someone just <laughs> took them off and just left them there. But then once upon a time, call it twenty sixteen, maybe fifteen. Yeah. It, like if you saw, like, oh, that's the lost and found. Like I found them. Like you were, you yeah. were fiending for Ultra Boost. Oh, for sure, fiending for it, which is classic. Like too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Uh, before we move on from the basketball combo, I was curious. Again, you guys know. It seems like player popularity can over mm. um, can make up for a bad shoe design, right? Yeah. Or maybe it's like, well, this shoe isn't that hot, but the player is great. So it elevates it, and the love for the player bridges that gap. Is there any shoe or, or relationship that the shoe is better than the player? 
Ooh. That is a great question. Any relationship with that, the shoe is better than the player. <sighs> Nothing nah, happened. Dude. You guys did. Quality journalism. <laughs> Quality journalism. I don't know if there's One anything I can One thing, for instance, of. I've really liked the Paul George shoes. Um, I think because like the Paul George line has like this weird affinity with kind of like outdoor looking like camp shoes. Mm. Um, but obviously Paul George was in the playoffs. So again, I, I'm not a good basketball guy, but I, that's one where I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like I like his shoes more than I like him as a player. That's yeah. Real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I'm from Seattle, so I love Sean Kemp, but uh, he's got the kamikazes. I think I have okay, a pair of yes. the kamikaze twos. Yes, and like, bro. If you ask a kid, like, you know, who's Sean Camp, they probably couldn't tell you. But if you showed them a picture of kamikazes, they'd for sure know what you're talking about. They're the, like, zigzag ones, Carson, that uh, Grant Fletcher bought a pair of that were the Candyland color. Oh, yeah, Candyland. Shout out yeah. our mate from Dan and uh, Grant Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what NBA player came out with the foams, who they were supposed to come out from, but those Nike foams. Oh, true? Yeah, was those that, Nike foams. That wasn't Penny Hardaway? Or that no? might have been Penny. No, yes, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Was it? I think so because they have like one that is pennies, like it's a copper thing. Yeah, but I think I mean Penny was great, you know, especially when he was yeah. with Shaq. But like those those foams have outlived him. Of course, yes, that is true. The foam you know? pasta has outlived any particular player. You're absolutely right yeah. on that one. Um, I'm curious. This is something I always try to bring up, and we always try to give platform. When I hear you talking about your your personal style, I'm seeing like the this aspect and this roots in black culture in basketball and sports and music. And then there's this other side that is, you know, devoid of um, objection or devoid of offense. It's simple. It's minimalistic. Um, Do you feel like growing up as a black man in America that the adage of, you know, I had to overcome stereotypes. So how I dress became so intentional. Like I curated my fit to overcome any sort of stereotype so that it was unoffensive. Do you feel like that lives within the personal style still today? If oh, true? yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Out of all my, you know, because you, you, how you dress, I learned really quickly. Uh, it, it's the first way people see you, right? Mm-hmm. And how you dress can get you into rooms that maybe mm-hmm. even your personality can get you into. Have you ever, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible says even a quiet, even a foolish man when he's quiet seems wise, right? So it's like mm-hmm. the yeah. first impression you're going to get of me is how I dress. And so I, I'll tell you a real story. Like, uh, you know, it's like I was the first one out of all my friends to transition from like the hardcore hip hop style of like the early two yeah. thousands, like your Chingy, your Buster Rhymes, your LL Cool J's, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, yeah. Them franchise boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my white tee. Yep. <laughs> right. I was the first one to switch from that to like. I remember like my girlfriend at the time. My wife now took me to Hollister. And she was Dang, like, yeah, yeah. Look at, and she was like, look at these ripped jeans. And I was like, ripped jeans? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> and she was like, look at this t-shirt that fits. And I was like, you like this? And she was like, yeah. I was like, all right, then I'm wearing it. Because I was trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I choose you, girl, you know. So, And then I, I just started wearing it. And so um, I learned really quickly that the way you dress. But 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 I'll say this too, though, man. Like, um, I think I think clothes became a great uh, and just fashion in general became a great mask because mm. you could, if you, like, say you were bad at a sport, right? Like, 
initially, like, I wasn't a hooper. Like, it's still, I would never consider myself a hooper. Like, I can hoop, but, like, I'm not a hooper. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it doesn't matter if you can hoop if you pulled up in some Jordan 1s on the first day of school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know who, it doesn't matter if you got a fresh jersey, you know what I mean? Like, you got a fresh Bulls jersey on day one. Ooh. Right, right, It doesn't matter what you can do with the basketball. And I just learned that really quickly, like, the respect doesn't come from what I do on the court in this culture. It just comes from what I put on, you know? Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. That's so good. I'm curious, too, if you would elaborate, if if you find it applicable. You're in an interracial marriage. Your wife is white. Yep. You have a beautiful daughter. Um, what have you found is, like, stereotypical or classic, like, tenets of black culture in dressing and, like, oh, that's a white thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's definitely hit me hard, though, because I, you know, I, as much as I love fashion, I still got them Birkenstocks, you know. Yeah. Uh, them <laughs> socks and baby. stocks, dude. Oh, you see me rocking them, too. I don't even care. <laughs> I think black culture is a little more, what I've noticed, obviously, for me in this marriage is, like, black culture is a little more, fat, like, flashy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like my, you know, me and my wife both have a pair of, like, Ray-Bans, right? Like, okay, like, yeah. we, you know, sunglasses. It's like, she's like, oh, I'll take the one that just, like, has it on the rim of the glasses. I'm like, nah, I need that right band to be, like, three sizes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> black culture is flashy. It's like, right, 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 right. like, it's not just about what you wear. See, that's the thing that I learned, I guess, uh, and stereotypical is, like, like, she just likes to wear what she thinks looks good. Mm-hmm. And she dresses for her. And this is part of the authenticity being genuine right. part. It's like, but in black culture, I feel like, we dress sometimes for other people to notice what we wear. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm yeah, just saying yeah. that. Like, I'm not saying that's yeah. true for everybody. But for yeah. me, definitely at some point in my life, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I got this red Calvin Klein jacket that says Calvin all the way around it. And I leave <laughs> yeah. it open just so y'all can see that it says Calvin on it. That's the thing. So uh, I haven't found really, you know, other than that, there's been like, um, yeah. Just like, it's not just, I, I, and this is not true to everyone because like fashion has changed so much, but I feel right. like if it was a white thing at some point, it wasn't like, it wasn't important where you got it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like, I feel like maybe uh, like different, uh, like ethnic groups, like, especially like black people, like we were the first ones to like, make sure we showed you the receipt from where we bought what we bought because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, because if you even for a second thought what this was was fake, I'm, I'm right. offended. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Whereas, like, if I was like, yo, is that a, like, is are those real Burks? My wife would be like, no, I got these from Target. I love these. But if you like yeah. told me, I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't see, you don't see the engraving right here? You yeah, don't you don't, don't see, see the blue writing in the footbed? <laughs> Give me a break, man. I know, bro. So yeah. I don't know, man. Whatever. No, for sure. I mean, it's totally hitting on the notes of like the friendly competition that you're able to possess in dressing mm-hmm. especially with like close groups of friends and we hit on it so much but like the camp like showing up with your nighttime <laughs> camp fit or your conference fit right, right. And, like checking people out like peter if you're giving the youth pastors out there some tips like what are the main like aspects to craft a good like nighttime fit that's not that's not too flashy that's not trying to make up for too much but like you know you're right. If good. you if you pull up with a big white tee that says Gucci on it, we're just gonna be like, "My God, we caught you." That's what's so you interesting know. too. What's so interesting too is it's like that, and then the world's tightest pants. It's like what? Tight, why? boy. Yeah. Listen, guys. Kneecaps this is, can't breathe. Just this everything. is Garmy. We're coming for you. Like, like the extremely skinny jeans. Like we. 
we can we can uh, we can develop from glory to glory. The, wor- <laughs> the word says, like we can keep going. Okay. 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 How to put together a dope, you know, conference can't fit. I would okay. say number one, don't just buy or wear what you see everyone else wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You totally. know what I mean? Like, yep. like that's just the simple one. It's like right. But so, but honestly, I I think especially like youth pastors, like pastors in general, we wear. What we see other people wear, we're like, oh, I saw that person wear it, so I can buy that. Right, but, like right. that's our confirmation. There's not really a lot of risk being taken not in these environments. Personal style. No, it's we like, all look the what same. What you actually like? Yes. Right, right, right. So I would say that. I would say like find th- find pieces and items that make you. Again, that's why I just pick stuff that tells a story because people are like, oh, I never seen that before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to be from like it doesn't have to be from Goat or from StockX. It could be from Etsy. Just right. nobody else has it. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. But it fits with what I'm wearing. I don't know. And so I would just say, uh, I would say just find some things that other people aren't wearing. And then I would say rock it confidently. And I would say, um, I would say it, people don't have to know where it's from. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if you're going to, like, they don't have to know where, you're like, oh, this is from, you know, where I got this. Like, you don't have to tell us. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's my favorite part that when people price check themselves, they're like, Fifty dollars. You see this here, hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, you just price checked yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. You. <laughs> like, that's this real. was some speed the light money right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was the scholarship to camp. On the that's you know. crazy. He's like, I this think is it's. That- it's so interesting we're just talking about that personal confidence, and I feel, and I'm, you know, the Lord's really giving me this prophetic vision right now, but it's. <laughs> In, in the sculpture of identity, it's so much easier to reference an established sculpture, sculpture in the courtyard, right? It's so much easier to look at how the angles are and how the structure is and the whatever. And the same thing is true with fashion, the same thing. It's much easier to just copy and paste. All day. It's much harder to like be guided by the chisel, right? It's mm-hmm. much harder to chip away at this block. But there's a sculpture under there. Like God's placed this sculpture in the style. Can we say like God's given us each a personal style, right? Like there, there's a style in there that the Lord has for you. But it, it's, it's way scarier to just start to chip, like right. to listen to to the ultimate sculptor and chip. It's much easier to look over. But you're not going to get an original. You're going to get a really bad copy. You're not going to get an amazing original. Right. What are some things that you would typically see in those conference settings? Like, let's let's name most some pieces. Cause, yeah, go on. And I feel like you guys have done this before, but like... No, for you know, sure. Like, for so, sure. But no, you no, have I, such I, an interesting... Whenever we have, like, people and preachers that are consistently traveling, you it's like different cities, same fits. You know what I mean? It's like yes. you have somewhat of a 30,000-foot view where we're getting, you know... Uh, our context. So go yeah. off. Talk about something. Okay, so I'll name, I'll, name, I'll, I'll name the first piece and then we can kind of just pop quick. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. so number one piece you're going to see in that environment, denim jacket. Number oh, one. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Day. It could be a thousand degrees outside. People just sweating in that denim. Yep. Ah, you That's know what real. I mean? So denim jacket. For I'll sure. say number two. Um, and, and I know we'll get to the ones that youth pastors commonly wear, but blacked distressed jeans. Yep. The H&M shreds. Yes. Yep. That's all day. Yeah. All day. Heads. It doesn't yeah. even matter. It could be, it could be from H&M all the way up to like, you know, like diesel or like something crazy. <laughs> For sure. And it's, it's black distressed jeans. You know what I For mean? Sure. Some got the little For red sure. tag, some don't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Ana, what are some other things you think you see there? I mean, yeah, Theo, do tell. I mean, you've got the sneakers. Probably if they're like trying to go crazy, it's Yeezys. If they're trying to keep it like low key, probably some sort of dunk or something like that. Unless they like are trying to get dunks now, which are also crazy. Uh, or it's or, also the like Comme des Garcon Converse. True. That's, yes, that's It's like too. the black Chucks with the red heart, red heart. or the white Chucks that's with real. the red heart. That's real. You know what Chucks that would even be better? I love the fear of God Chucks. Like the the mm. like panels are white or cream with the black tongue or the you know black sides with a cream tongue. Like those are so of all the grief we give like youth yeah. pastors and fear of God, which of course fear of God essentials. That's the you know the frequent flyer, the major offender uh, in this conversation. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, those that's are that's so, very I mean, real. those uh, chucks are so sick. But what were you gonna say? Theo, what you. else? Oh, go ahead, Theo. Well, I mean, no, if they no. dress, yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, Peter. I, th- I can't show. believe we did say it. it's the the Air Force One, man. The dirty, oh yeah, oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Air yeah, Force yeah. One, baby. Come and on, and white always, white oh, always. White. Yeah. No, that's real. <laughs> Those are brutal. <laughs> I found uh, too, like the the classic like look, especially too, like if we're talking like white guy. And this is so interesting, Peter and Garmy, you're getting some inside scoop here. After every episode we post, we get an influx of followers, which not surprising because the guest will share the episode and yeah, you know their followers are like, oh, let me go check it out. Peter is on yeah. this podcast. I'll follow this page. It's so interesting the types of people that follow us. So, for instance, we have we have Jamard Styles on. We get a bunch of African American basketball player, uh, streetwear type dudes follow us. We have shout out Keenan Clark, love him. Keenan Clark follows us. Bunch of white youth pastor dudes, like, mm-hmm. and you see the trends. And we'll speak as Theo and I can confirm are white. It's like the white <laughs> youth pastor Instagram. It's like. Whatever their name is, Theo Ryan. Picture yeah. of them preaching, right? And then it's like, uh, for Theo, like Maddie's husband. Yep. Radiant youth, <laughs> Phoenix AZ. Yep. To see a generation on fire. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they all have and my link tree like, in the bottom. <laughs> yes, and they all have about fifteen hundred followers. Yep. And that's about like where the like white youth pastor sits, but it's like all the same. Like the bios are literally all the same. Man's coming like, for him. Yeah, it is no diss, but that's what I'm saying. It's so interesting to see like after episodes, like who's following us. Right, right, right. right, right. Oh gosh, you know what's so funny? That is that I have never heard a more spot on description <laughs> of like yeah. it hurts because it's so accurate. Well, and yes. it's funny too because I feel like every account like that is like I'm original, like I'm a different breed, and it's like, dog, you're the same as the twenty yeah. other dudes right next and to then you. It's like the pictures are. <laughs> it's like the bio. There's some sort of emoji like doing the the like each bullet the individual points. thing. Yeah, 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 like each bullet point for it. Um, each bullet point gonna, is a different emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is the other offender is like just the trucker hat. It's just yeah. like. Yeah. Dudes with trucker hat, like that's it. Which, which is your boy, so the bat, the which, Bass Pro trucker hat. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's true for sure. They're like this one's red. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing, dude. Speaking of different, dude. Oh, go on, Peter. Last. Thing. I was gonna say the thing is though is like, well, actually, I have two things. The first one is with the trucker hats, you gotta wear them on the top of your head. You know what I mean? Like 
Yeah. 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 But then, like, you got to wear it up high. But the second thing is this: is what do you think about? And I and I just came across this. Okay. That fashion for men now is men getting their nails painted. Like that's Ooh, considered I fashionable. I just had a conversation with somebody about that yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So like yeah. that is a part. People are considering that part part of fashion. And like I don't know. Like and I'm not. You know. But with the not just the nails painted, but it's like the pearl the pearl necklaces too. Right. 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 That right, were traditionally right. only for women. You know. Yep. You see a lot of guys wearing now. I saw Kanye wear it, and yep. uh, so that means a lot of people are going to be wearing it <laughs> for yeah. sure. Uh, Theo's been known to rock some pearls. I'll comment on the fingernail painting. Here's what I, I, I honestly, the look that I think is cool is like the, I'm a painter and I like painted this canvas and I got like some paint on different mm. parts of my nails and left it like the, just all the all black, just yeah. literally painting all of them. That doesn't look so hot to me. It's just so intentional. But like I, I had like pink nail polish on no my wife was painting hers and she just did like a a dollop of it on my thumb and i like left it and then i associated it with praying for her so then like when it scratched off so i was like every time i saw this pink splash splotch on my nail i prayed for my wife which normally i don't have like fingernail polish on but she like did a little glob just on my thumb and then when it all scratched off, I was like, you know what? Do another glob. So I just had like a pink thumbnail, but I used it as when I see that pink thumbnail, like I'll pray for my wife. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Theo? No, I mean, I, I it's definitely like, because here's the thing. That's one of those things you definitely have to be confident about. So like if you're oh, doing absolutely. it just to like impress other people, like that's just not going to work at all. But like, I think that's more of like, if you've already, like if you're, in that kind of wave and, and it's really as you, I think that's where like the conversation would be more like, okay, it fits a little bit more, but it's like, I, you're going to get roasted for it oh, regardless. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Peter, are we going to see your nails painted anytime soon? <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I go get uh, a pedicure, they asked me today, they're like, you want clear nail polish? I was like, you know what? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do it. But yeah, I know. You know? Peter's you know pearls. Dude, you're spending a lot of time on Etsy, dude. So I don't know if pearls no, are that I'm far on cry Etsy, for you. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. I Let's need that go. Custom. custom. Let's go. Dang, I love it. Well, bro, we're going to transition to our third segment of the pod, the final one, which is God, where we give you an opportunity to lay out the stage to go off on our Heavenly Father. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Peter, let the people know what God is doing in your life. Bro, man, God has been um, just so, honestly, so faithful. Me and my wife just went through a tough journey where we uh, we lost our foster kids. Um, and wow. I say lost, but they went back to their family uh, through reunification. Um, and so that was just difficult. We had them for two and a half years. Uh, but there was just so many lessons that I learned. Can I tell you, I actually grew more from God not answering my prayer than I do f- wow. grew from him answering my prayer. Uh, because uh-huh. I learned that in those moments of uh, even when I think of what is supposed to be right, that like God was developing this resilience in me, uh, this dependency in me uh, that I think is the source of every solid relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. is dependency. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to control, I mean, control in any relationship will yield bad results, but especially in your relationship with God, he's looking for people who are surrendered, who are yielded. Uh, the, you know, the Bible says it super clearly, the eyes of the Lord roam to and from the earth looking for someone to show himself great through. And you're like, wow, if, if I think I could be great, that might be me. But the Bible says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He's looking for mm. humble people who are yielded. Mm. Humility in terms of humility in terms of scripture 
even in conjunction of fashion, humility is not drawing attention to myself. Yeah. So that, you know, for all of us who love clothes and fashion, everything, that that is is uh is tough. And so yeah. even in the moments of pain that we've been in, humility has been not drawing attention to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 praying and believing that man, he's working all things out for his good, uh, and that there there's something working deeper in the middle of where we're at right now. So I know that's super deep, but that, that's kind of where we're at. God's doing a lot of cool things in our life. Man, yeah. I, I would say that, that our ministry, like, super fun. I've gotten a chance to be in a lot of different places. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. Uh, but the greatest joy of our life right now is those people that we're doing life with uh, oh, who are go. here at our church. And, uh, you know, having the foster babies for me took my ministry to another level because anyone, anyone for a couple hours a day can be spiritual. But uh, when they hear every word you say, when they see how you treat your spouse, when they see mm, what you on. watch, uh, as that stuff conducive with with walking closely with Jesus. So, yeah. um, man, developed a different level of integrity in me and independency. Um, Those are the two things, man. Cool. I love it, man. Peter, thank you for sharing with us. Thanks for being open and thanks for your life changing ministry, dude. Before yeah. we get you out of here, bro, we have to hit you with the PTP, aka the post tithe pickup, meaning. After you paid your 10% to the Lord, what was the last item, clothing or otherwise, that you copped, that you're stoked on? And then what's the next piece you have your sight set on ready to pull that trigger? Okay. Um, I don't even remember. Okay, the one that my eyes are sight, like my sights are set on, I told you yeah. about, Carson. I don't even remember what it's called. It's that Nike, that polo I showed Oh, you yes, the Cactus Plant Flea Market. The oh, Cactus like, uh, Plant Rugby Flea shirt. Market. Yeah, come on. That is the one that I got my eyes set out on. Cool. My latest pickup, though, I'm sad to say, but I just wanted them so bad, is the Desert Off-White Air Maxes, and they are... Ooh. Yeah. They haven't gotten here yet, but they're that's what I just picked up. They're beautiful. Let's go. I think be, be praying for traveling mercies for those. <laughs> they make it. They make it to you the, are ridiculous. To yeah. <laughs> we pray for traveling <laughs> mercies for them. <laughs> that they get there. Oh well, Peter, God, you dude. absolutely killed all three segments of the pod. There's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell the people at home where they can find you and anything cool you got going on. Man, I am traveling and uh, helping uh, churches uh, however I can. So you can find me on at Peter Reeves 23 on Instagram, or you can go to my website, which is peter-reeves.com. And uh, man, I'd love to connect with you in any way possible. If I can help you, I would love to do so. That's what I do. Let's go, oh. guys. Thank you so much, Peter, for being on the pod. You absolutely killed it. Garmy, we love you guys. Thank you for rocking with us. We leave you with this as always, always. It's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace.